the shocking news is we spend a third of our life in bed. Let's count this on 75 years. Uh, we spend 25 years solid time in bed. The most difficult purchase and the most unpleasant shopping experience is buying a mattress and a car. We do find out in conventional bed, we find up to four and a half gallon of fire retardants. You are listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more information on building optimal mental and physical performance into your life, visit naturalstacks.com. Ryan Muncy is probably the smartest guy I know. Trust me, Muncy is the nutrition guy. Ryan Muncy's out there trying to make the world better for all of us. The Optimal Performance Podcast is bold, edgy, creative, entertaining, and epic. Ryan Muncy is my go-to guy. Ryan Muncy is the first guy I call. He's making people's lives better. Ryan Muncy's an innovator. Welcome to another episode of the OPP. Happy Thursday. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are joined this week by Mr. Klaus Pummer. Klaus is uh, part of Samina Beds, marketed as the world's healthiest bed. Uh, Klaus, thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm looking forward finally uh, to talking to you and share my knowledge about healthy sleep with you and your audience. Yeah, so uh, as Klaus mentioned, finally, uh, we met at Paleo FX in 2016 and uh, have been trying to coordinate this uh, for, for quite some time. And uh, our, our schedules are both so busy. We've crossed paths a few times. We've been in the same place a few times, just not been able to connect. So, so we're really happy to be able to sit down and do this. Our focus on today's episode is the bed itself. Sleep is talked about so much. And Klaus, in some of our previous conversations as we tried to set this up, really impressed upon me the importance of doing a bed-specific episode uh, here on the Optimal Performance Podcast because, you know, as, as he'll tell you and as you know, you've heard so much about sleep hygiene, whether it's curtains or, or black lights, uh, avoiding blue lights or blacking out lights and all that kind of stuff. But very few people actually talk about the bed and the surface and where you actually spend that time. Um, before we even dig into any of that, I have a question for you, Klaus. How much time do we actually spend over a lifetime in our bed? Yeah, it's a very good question, very important question. And when you don't think about it, you really don't know. And the shocking news is we spend a third of our life in bed. So it depends what our average age will be. And let's count this on 75 years. Uh, we spend 25 years solid time in bed, a third of our life. Uh, this is a, a very astounding number. Uh, I compare this to some other activities in life. Uh, one of them, you know, we do shower every day, right? So we, we do shower at least once a day. Some people shower twice a day like me and other people maybe once a week. In any case, the time to showering and brushing your teeth only takes four years in our entire life. Um, so watching TV, shocking too, uh, an average six years. And then another shocking thing is uh, working life. In average, in 20, when we turned 75, we worked about... 10 solid years, and this seems very short compared to the many hours we think we put 
effort in our work life. So in, in any case, you know, in this one room upstairs, in this one environment, in this one piece of furniture, solid 25 years. And it's not just the time spent in, in there, but how that time affects the other two thirds of our life, the, the quality and, and our ability to perform and, and be healthy and enjoy health. Yep. So we're going to have some fun with this, but I just wanted to get that right into uh, the minds of our listeners uh, so that we can kind of establish how important this thing is. A couple of housekeeping notes for you guys. Uh, number one, make sure you go to naturalstacks.com. You'll be able to see the blog post for this podcast, along with show notes, links and resources, um, all the tools that you'll need to be able to follow up on the things that we talk about on this episode. We'll have links to Samina Beds. Please go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and make sure you are subscribed to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Share these podcasts and, and this episode with your friends as you listen and you know somebody will pop into your head, oh, I was talking about this with them, or I wish they heard this. Share this episode with them, and while you're telling them about it, grab their phone and find the Optimal Performance Podcast on iTunes and subscribe them on their phone for them so they don't even have to do anything. That's a sneaky little tip that came from one of our listeners. So Steve, thank you for that one. Klaus, what's wrong with the, the typical mattress? What, what problems do, are, are most people exposing themselves to that, that they may not even be aware of? Yeah, so I think the, the biggest issue, what I see is this, this mattress purchase seems a very painful activity for most of the people who I meet in life. And actually, I Googled a little bit around in the internet and I truly find out the most difficult purchase and the most unpleasant shopping experience is buying a mattress and a car. So it's it's kind of very interesting, this statistic. <clears throat> so I think what's happened is that there is a point in our lives where we say, okay, let's buy a mattress now, today, tomorrow. And then they run to the uh, either to the next store around the corner, a typical conventional bedding store, and they're going there without even thinking about it. What is a wrong with my own sleep? What is bugging me in the last previous years? And actually, why I'm buying now another mattress? So there is no research work and no education on the consumer from the beginning before I stumble in one of those conventional mattress stores. So I think this is already the first biggest mistake. As we heard, we spent a third of our life in bed, and this is the most important decision in our life, the mattress purchase and who are you married and living with. <laughs> I always point this now out more often. So make sure you know who your spouse is and you make a commitment for a marriage or, you, uh, or, or who is in your life the most likely the rest of your life. And then second of all, make a proper decision in the, in the, in the mattress for these right under you where you're sleeping on it. So, and when you start dating and when you marry someone, there is a lot of work involved, right? You go to a couple of dates, you see how you like each other, you have things in common. So you really spend time and effort, right? You maybe learn about more this other person. But when we buy this damn mattress, we don't do nothing at all, right? So I think what, what, we, what we really want to, what I really want to do is I want to make, first of all, sure you guys, when you go buy a mattress, figure out what was bugging you on the previous sleeping environment, where are your pains, points, you know, what, is, what was wrong with it? Obviously, there is something wrong, but otherwise you would not buy a mattress. 
Uh, and then, of course, the shocking thing is when you stumble in one of those conventional mattress stores, they look like marks, right? There's 50 time, fifty type of mattresses side by side. It's a 5,000 to 10,000 square foot environment, all with LED lighting or overhead lighting, totally bright, no atmosphere. There is two or three salesperson sitting somewhere in the corner and all of a sudden, you know, the door opens and they're there. <laughs> and then they really expect you to lie on 50 different mattresses in one hour to figure out which one is the right one. Uh, so it's, 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 it's a really confusing task. And I understand why, you, why, why this is a painful uh, way for people. And then on the other hand, now we have those uh, online mattresses popping up in each corner who, who understood this is a problem. So they're mailing you a mattress in a box, the magically box. And you have 180 days time to try it. And when you don't like it, you can return it. No question asked. And, and then people go to the internet and buy a mattress online and this thing gets shipped. And again, the same issue there. They don't really think about it, you know, what I should pay attention on it when I buy a mattress. You know, I, I was thinking about this before, um, you know, we, we sat down to record and, and really before I got into biohacking. So I'm trying to put myself back in that space. If, if I were trying to buy a mattress, mm -hmm. only thinking about the, things the way I thought about them before being a biohacker. The only, the only questions to me on, on, you know, mattresses are just, you know, firmness. I mean, that's really the only thing that maybe the average person is comparing mattresses on, or, mm -hmm. you know, the other, maybe the other thing is, you know, we, we all remember those old commercials when, uh, you know, they would have a glass of wine on one side of the bed and, you know, you're jumping on the other side or dropping a bowling ball and the glass of wine mm -hmm. doesn't spill. So, you know, the, how much does firmness matter and you know what else uh, what else do we really need to be thinking or asking what, what, what yeah. questions yeah the firmness actually is a very small part of the mattress of course you want to have a have a certain firmness to make sure you like it <clears throat> but what is way more important we have to work our way from the inside out so first of all you should really understand what is my contents of the mattress when you don't know what is inside on your mattress don't buy this mattress. You really have to understand from the company what are the contents. When you know the contents, then you can make your own decision of you might receive benefits from this contents. So for example, there is a lot of metal springs out on the market. So you know now there are metal springs in the mattress. Think about it for one second. Do the metal springs do something good for me or they may be harmful for me? So in one way, you would say, okay, metal springs, give me a certain back support. Okay, understood. But second of all, think about it, electromagnetic field and radio frequencies. What is the impact of a metal springs to EMFs and RMFs? Question mark. When you start digging deeper, you already will find a huge in uh, conflict of interest with metal springs and EMF compared to the small amount of maybe benefits what you receive from the metal springs supporting your spine. For example, then other example, conventional foam mattresses. What are the contents of a foam mattress? Is there any chemicals in this bed? Is there any petroleum in the bed? Is there any fire retardant in this product? When you find out yes, then think about it. You really want them. And actually, this is a shocking number. I, I, I do work with a lot of doctors together. So Samina is highly recommended from the integrated and functional medicine world, as well as people like Dave Asprey and other biohacker. We do find out in conventional beds, we find up to four and a half gallon of fire retardants. 
And then we love to eat organic food and make sure we have a healthy intake. And we are very cautious about what food we put in our mouths. Then we do know when we don't eat organic food, there is maybe heavy metals in the food and then maybe can harm us. But when we buy a mattress, we don't think, we don't think about too much. So we may be eating organic foods and avoiding all those chemicals and pesticides, but going and sleeping in four and a half gallons of fire retardant? Nope. No, no, no. It's, it's totally counterproductive, right? And then right. it's it's not like you spend a minute in bed, you spend again. I always think about it. We spent 25 years in bed. Yeah. Okay, then people tell me the, mat the mattress is off-gassing. There's one extent, there's one brand out there. I have this over and over again. Yeah, the mattress was stinking for two months and then the, the smell went away and then we keep sleeping on it. Even the smell is disappearing at some point. This doesn't mean the contents disappeared. It's still there. It's still the closest piece to your human body, to your skin, and you're still breathing all night long. So you still have exposure to this chemical. It's like going to, the, to your garage, closing the door and turning the car on. Mm -hmm. No one would do this either, right? <laughs> I think that's a form of suicide. Yes. Um, so... Um, just, I, I'm sure our listeners are going to want to um, hear of studies or, or at least be able to, uh, for me to be able to point them in the direction. Are there, um, is there scientific literature? Are there studies that, that you can give us uh, that I can link to in the show notes for listeners? Yeah, for, the, for the metal springs and exposure to EMF and cancer, a lot of studies, a lot of work done in Sweden. So I will forward you the links. Uh, for them, in regards of the fire retardant and chemicals, there, there is a couple of things that I found, not much. The, the problem is the mattress industry, is a, it's a huge business in the United States. It's almost the same huge business like pharma industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, when we're really looking and comparing pharma on the left hand and the mattress industry here, they both have something in common, what is petroleum-based. So they're kind of working hand in hand. And then in the middle, I, I always say to my customer, there are hospitals. I, I had the pleasure to live in four different countries in my, in my life. And United States is the only country where I live where a hospital is a business. So obviously, when you're a business, you're interested to have sick people and people with chronic disease coming to you so they can charge either you when you're a cash patient or they're charging your health insurance to try to make so much money of you they can, right? And the, and the pharma and bedding industry is kind of feeding this sales channel for the hospitals very well. Then we know when you take a pharmaceutical, this is maybe hiding the symptom and creates a huge amount of other symptoms. And then we still don't know the actually cause of the issue we had while we didn't dig deeper. We tried to fix this with swallowing a pill and the same happens in the mat with the mattresses. We purchase these mattresses without knowing the benefits and the contents. And when we are lucky, we are we are like it, and we have no side effects. But when we are not lucky, we're meeting, ending up with sleep disturbing issue, or sleep deprived, or less sleep efficiencies, less uh, sleep quality, and th this maybe leads to a, a chronic disease. And this and, and this gives us this problem. We do know already. Our mentally and physically health depends on a good night's sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is just the basis, the pillar of our life, including nutrition, what is very important, obviously, and exercise. So there is, there is three pillars in life, and the, they work hand in hand. So we definitely should think about always this, you know, uh, why are these products even around? And again, I'm so upset and I'm so shocked 
people don't pay any attention to this matter. And then also price driven, you know, this is also what will be sparking me. It's about the $800 mattress. Let's buy $800 mattress. So you're telling me now a $800 mattress A has benefits and this is maybe a product what I can use for 5, 10, 15, 20 years of my life. This will not work. A good pair of shoes cost $300, God's sake. <laughs> All right. So there's a lot in there uh, for you guys listening. Uh, you know, Klaus mentioned, you know, the, the, the lack of studies on some of this stuff. And uh, we will post links to the studies that, that are out there. Uh, so, so definitely go to naturalstacks.com. You'll be able to see those. Klaus, we appreciate you sending us those. But the, the point I want to make on this is that we talked briefly about this at the end of the episode weeks back with uh, Dr. Anthony Jay, who mentioned some, some research bias uh, and spin. And, and this is a prime example of one of those instances where there's really no financial windfall for anyone who would uh, fund the research here on these mattresses. And, and like Klaus said, the people who would stand to lose money would be the petroleum industry. So there's a lot of financial interest in not pursuing these studies. And, and that's what we talked about with Anthony Jay. So if you haven't heard that one, go back and listen to that podcast. And then also we talked about the difference between uh, the U.S. healthcare system and, you know, some of the other healthcare systems throughout the world, where, as Klaus just mentioned, uh, those hospitals aren't businesses. And that does significantly change people's uh, motivations and, and how they operate, how they function. Uh, that one was the episode uh, with Christine Roche. So definitely check that one out if you haven't heard that one. Klaus, you know, you mentioned uh, all of these, whether it's fire retardants or smells or chemicals in certain mattresses. I know we're going to talk about Samina and the fact that none of those things are present in a Samina bed. But for the sake of argument, if somebody was shopping beds and, and trying to compare Samina to other beds, what what are the red flags? What should our listeners look for when shopping for a mattress? What are the things that you want to see? What are the things that you don't want to see that would alert the, the, the listener that, hey, this mattress contains fire retardants or, or you know, toxic chemicals? Uh, first of all, you sh when you buy a mattress and not, not a Samina bed, make for sure, sure the mattress contains no metal springs. It's a must. The, the danger of EMF and electromagnetic fields during our sleeping hours are significantly huge, including, you know, the exposure from our own Wi-Fi router in our sleep environment or somewhere in the house, our cell phones, our alarm clock, the cordless phone, the TV in the bedroom, all these things. Uh, it contributing to this and again a metal spring mattress is act acting like antenna is acting up on those signals and they're getting even more stronger and you have a direct contact to it but second of all make sure there is no chemicals in your bed try to find something organic in this regards there is different standards in the world and unfortunately there is a u.s and canadian standard and there's a european standards even you do find uh, organic matters in the United States, what you can. I'm still very cautious about this product to really make sure what this means organic for them. Then there is satisfied organic. And the, the, again, the laws are not really 100% written here. Uh, you can call something organic in this country and you still have a chance to put up to 30% byproducts in this product to make sure it lasts longer and performs better. 
So um, try to find something where you think, you know, it, it's the most organic what you can. When you want to make no compromise, then obviously Samina would be the right choices while we only sourcing our raw materials from the European market where the standards are higher. And actually the owner of Samina, who is a professor and doctor, uh, he made sure when he created Samina 35 years ago, and still till the point today, we're only using natural certified materials. And uh, we have merino wool, natural rubber, wooden slats, and silver as contents of our bed. And all these materials are uh, come with the highest standards. We pay the most money on the market to make sure they're the finest products on the market. And we have very selected handful make these mattresses. So talk us through the, the Samina setup and what makes the bed so unique. Yeah, first of all, as I said, it was created by a professor and doctor, and he did understood, you know, how important sleep is. He was a psychologist. He said, you know what, I'm talking to people's life-related issues when they come to my praxis, and I have 20 people in one week, and I see them four weeks later. They all come back, and they really didn't figure out the issues, and he said... I talked to them for an hour and a half. So why is this? And he started asking them the question and he find out many of them had trouble sleeping. So he said, you know what? I can do indirectly much more to create a proper sleeping environment. So he learned about how our ancestors slept in the olden days. And this was a very interesting subject for him. So he was reading a lot of books for five years to see what kind of material they used, what kind of sleeping environment, and what kind of behaviors they had. And then he came up with a Samina system. The Samina system actually comes in a four-layer system, and this is already also very unique compared to any other mattress out in the market. I did not find any mattress in this country who comes in a four-layer system. And why are four layers? The four layers are imitating part of our human body. So we really can cover the entire aspect of a healthy, good night's sleep. And obviously, the first layer of our human body is our skeleton. And this is what you're kind of referring to pressure points, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we want to make sure our skeleton is in a proper uh, spinal support position. And this only works when our spine is in this natural S-shaped curve. Um, to talking to many of my clients, um, a lot of complain about back pains in bed, especially when there's two people sleeping in the same bed with two different body heights, two different body weights, and two different shapes. And obviously, we are not the same. We are always different, right? Mm -hmm. So with a Samina bed, what we did, we created a double layer of wooden slats with a six-inch natural rubber, and it is divided in the middle. So each person receives his own side. And this wooden slats contour to your natural S-shape form. So when you remember lying on the bed at the Paleo Extract in the Austin, Texas, uh, you really recognized how wonderful the support is in the present time when you lie on those wooden slats. So you're, you're pushing down with your butt and shoulder blade, and we do fill out the gap on your lower back uh, and on your neck area, and this really kind of stretching you. So we call this a passive and active system. So weight is pushing down, and wooden slats are pushing up, and we call this an active passive sleep system. And this is already unique. We do have a, a pattern on this product, and there's none, none, none of the other manufacturer similar system. They're most likely metal spring-based or foam-based, and then weight is pushing down, but nothing is really pushing back a lot. So you're kind of creating this ditch over a certain time amount, most likely you will be fine for six months to one year. But then after a while, you sleep in this stitch. And what's happened is it's scientifically, we pinch our verbal disc together 
and we do have 26 of them and this is bone on bone and unfortunately there is a little nerve between and when there is this little ditch and we pinch them together the nerve sends a signal to your brain and tells you to turn over to the left or right side so this this really shows up during the night time with this consistently turning and tossing and turning and tossing in night time is normal to a certain amount we did some sleep studies in sleep labs and a normal a good night sleeper turns up to 70 times what is a very low amount in our experience with people trouble sleeping back related or maybe high exposure of chemicals, they turn three, four hundred times in the nighttime. Wow. So think, of, think about it. You have an average weight, a male between 160 and 200 pounds, and females between 100 and 140 pounds. Uh, turning and tossing this in the middle of the night takes a lot of effort. And then we do this maybe two or three hundred times. We kind of getting very exhausted in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask you two questions about that before we go to the next uh, of the four components. Uh, yeah. You mentioned paleo effects. Will you guys be at paleo effects again in 2017? Uh, I don't think so. The reason is we have an interest of conflict with trade shows on the West Coast and we do, you know, traveling from East to West is a huge effort, mm -hmm. uh, including, and so we think we stay this year on the West side, uh, but we didn't rule it out yet. When there's something else changing, I will let you know. Okay. I was just going to say for our listeners who, who may go to Paleo FX, make sure you stop by and, and see Klaus and, and, you know, they can see the wooden frame and, and lay on these beds and experience it for themselves. Um, and, and at the end of the show, we'll give you a chance to tell people where the showrooms are as well. Um, and then uh, the other question I was going to ask you is uh, in regards to kind of creating this hole or uh, impression where you always sleep. I think that's something that most of our listeners can relate to. And, you know, you're saying that once that hole is created, the integrity of the mattress has changed and it can no longer um, provide or offer the same support that it was originally marketed as being able to provide, even if, and that's assuming that that original support was ideal. Yes, that's true. And by now, uh, what I see, you know, uh, when you look TV and you see advertising from conventional bedding industry, they have a little remote and you can put certain pressure in it to adjust the firmness. And I think that was one of the idea to, to deal with this issue on the conventional side. So instead of having a poor metal spring mattress or foam mattress, they now have an electro motor under the bed who gives a certain pressure so you can adjust this. So when the pressure goes weaker, you press the button and you change your numbers. But this is maybe nice and good for your back support and maybe you're extending the life of the mattress, but then you're doing a huge mistake in getting even more electromagnetic fields in your bed and you open up another can of worms with this high exposure of electromagnetic fields. Okay, so, so, so let's, let's go, let's follow that path because we had, had one of those beds. Uh, it's a sleep number. I have no problem yes. saying that because yep. I've had incredible, incredibly frustrating uh, dealings with their customer service. And I have, uh, the, normally you guys know this on the Optimal Performance Podcast, it's not about calling people out, but I have no problems telling you guys that uh, my wife and I have had a sleep number. I have sweat through the bed and we're going to talk about sleep temperature. Um, yep. But I can unzip the bed and look underneath and there are sweat stains and, you know, I want to know, you said that, that there are, so, so part of my customer service frustration is dealing with them and trying to get this, you know, 
uh, resolved because it's an expensive bed. As you're saying, the 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 pump and the electricity is is negatively impacting electromagnetic fields. I want to know yes. more about that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, this is actually we 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 jumping to the layer number three. What is our grounding pad? And then let's do so. So what's happened is we do have a bioelectrical system. Otherwise, we will I will be not able talking to you, right? So what means our movements creating a small amount of millivoltage, what you know, including our hardwood pumps day in, day out, and we call it the Schumann frequency. So they find out in the 60s, our heart runs on the Schumann frequency, what is 6.7 hertz. And this is how, you know, human people exist. And then with our body movement and our muscles, we create this little uh, mini millivoltage for our uh, for our cells so they can have a spark and our whole entire internal system is working. So all of a sudden, you're not touching the ground of the earth, you're lying to your bed, and you have metal springs under you, or you have an environment that is totally polluted of electromagnetic fields. So you have a high exposure to it, and the human body is really attractive to it while we are 80% of moisture. So moisture is something what attracts electromagnetic fields very easily, and those frequencies in our environment are invisible. We cannot see them, we don't smell them, and we don't hear them. But when I do a home consultation, what I do a lot on the West Coast, and I bring my body voltmeter and my radio frequency measurement device and all this other good stuff, I actually make these frequencies visible with a noise and the number, um, and people really understand they are around me. So however, we lie in bed, we have this high exposure, and then we are 80% of moisture, so highly attractive to it, not touching the ground of the earth. So everything is bombarding us, and there is no pathway for them to go away. So when we do have this high exposure of this EMFs, our body voltage jumps up to unhealthy readings. Um, the German guideline recommends to have in sleeping rooms less than 100 millivolt on the human body during nighttime. This is a guideline what is not acknowledged by any government in the world, even not the German government, but this is acknowledged by people who are integrated and functional doctors and the BioG people, people who are really looking in your home environment to make sure we have healthy homes. Then there is all kinds of problems in our homes. There, there, there is actually our indoor pollution in our homes is seven times higher than outdoor pollution. What I think is a shocking number as well. So, you know, our carpets, our wall paint, our furniture, everything is made of formaldehyde materials, oil paint base, petroleum based again, carpets are full synthetic materials. There is a lot of stuff going on. However, so with this, um, with this guideline, less than 100 millivolt in my own work in the United States now and in Canada for the last 18 years, when I measure people, I have readings between 2,500 millivolt and all the way up to 20,000 millivolt. So these are very unhealthy readings. And, and what, what the reading tells me actually is with this high exposure of these frequencies, we clue our red blood cells together. And you can go to your family doctor and ask him for a dark field microscopy. This is the withdrawal of red blood cells. And they can see on the, with this little test what costs between $70 and $120, I think. They can see if your blood cells are clued together or if they're free-floating. And what we want to accomplish, we want to make sure we have a huge amount of free-floating 
red blood cells and, and they're able to take oxygen uh, doing this open blood cells to your organs and immune system during the nighttime to re-energize and recharge your, your, your system. And when they clue together, there is a huge amount of deficiency of free-floating blood cells this, this lowers the amount of oxygen and the long-term exposure leads to human inflammation. What is the, norm, the normal term for doctors to understand this maybe leads to a chronic disease. This is what we want to accomplish. So Samina created a grounding pad. What is a piece of uh, yoga? It looks like a yoga mat. Contains 75% of poor silver, and silver is a 10,000 times better conductor than the human body. While again, as I said, we are moisture, we are highly conductive, but all of a sudden there is a silver mat lying under us, what is a 10,000 times better conductor. So, electromagnetic fields are going to the less resistant material than the human body. Second of all, this grounding pad is embedded in poor merino wool and covered in organic cotton, so the human body has no direct contact to it, and this is very important. And when you touch a grounding pad with your poor skin, there will be some electricity going the other way to the human body, what we want to avoid, so we embedded this in merino wool. And second of all, the merino wool gives us the condenser for human moisture to make sure the electromagnetic fields actually can go away to the silver material. Then when we go to bed, we start sweating in a small amount of, uh, uh, in a very short time, in a small amount of moisture. The small amount of moisture is very healthy, but the electromagnetic fields have a pathway with the moisture to go to the silver. And third of all, our grounding pad is permanently attached to the outlet, to the ground of the house. And our house has our house is wired with three cables: a yellow one, what is the ground, a black one, and a blue one or brown, plus and minus. And all our yellow cables are in the panel box on one side of the panel box on one metal bracket. And this metal bracket goes to with a very thick wire underneath to the house to earth. So we are grounded. And otherwise, when our house is not properly grounded, our electrical system, we would get electroshocked anytime we would turn the light switch on or using any appliances in the house, right? Mm -hmm. So there is a proper ground. So with this permanently attaching to the yellow cable, what is the ground to the grounding pad, we are actually e equaling the earth right on us and this equals to walking barefoot. And this is actually where the whole issue started. When shoes got developed 100 years ago, to make it more comfortable to walk on, on surfaces, they're rough. Uh, the leather shoes on our Yandertalers, one story, very thin leather, most likely they have been wet, so there was always ground on our feet. Now we're wearing rubber shoes, very thick soles, no more moisture, less moisture, no, so no, we're not touching the ground. And this problem is we're not able to release positive neutrons and we're not getting negative from Earth. And when people telling me they're going to a vacation and they feel so damn good, <laughs> it's not why they're actually on a vacation. It's happened for two reasons. First of all, you don't wear your shoes this often, especially when you go to a beach vacation, right? You walk around barefoot a lot. So we are able during this seven weeks or two weeks vacation to release tons of positive neutrons and get a lot of negative. And of course, second of all, we have higher exposure to sun and we're most likely not wearing a lot of clothing. So the high amount of vitamin D is very healthy for us. So wearing shoes all the time and being dressed in clothing, it's not a good idea. So make sure you turn, take your shoes off so much you can and walk around naked in your garden. It's a natural way to ground yourself.
All right. So aside from walking around barefoot and naked outside and moving to a nudist colony where you essentially live in a stick hut <laughs> with no furniture or insulation or uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm making a joke and exaggerating. But, but my, my point here is, you know, for the average listener, what can we do to reduce uh, that millivoltage reading, you know, of 25,000 or whatever it may be in the home. Yeah. So there's a couple of things what you can do is I strongly recommend to turn off your cell phone anywhere in the house when you go to bed, actually when you come home. Well, I think when you become home by seven or eight o'clock, we must legally done for the day. And I don't feel like talking anymore. I talked all day. Uh, second of all, when you go to bed, for sure, turn off the router. The router is no need for us to have on. The router is a very strong signal uh, runs on three or four gigahertz what stands for four billion hertz the same frequency what the cell phone has so unplug your wi-fi router when you don't want to unplug buy a timer to set it you know to switch it off between 10 o'clock and six in the morning and when you want to be really really good go to your panel box indicate the breakers to the bedroom and switch off the breaker to the bedroom so you really have no power in the bed so you can lower naturally the electromagnetic fields so you can do a lot of good stuff in your own environment mm -hmm. including removing all the electronics out of the bedroom there should be no tv in your bedroom there should be no cordless phone in your bed you come away with a night lamp when you really need to so you can actually then dis disable the night lamp and, and make sure your bed frame contains no metal either. My many people do have a metal bed frame, but it attracts a huge amount of electromagnetic yeah. fields. That's a really good point. Most people wouldn't even, I hadn't even thought yet about the metal yeah. on the frame itself. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned uh, if, if we flip the breaker to the bedroom, and, and then I, I think maybe I misunderstood you earlier. Did you say that the grounding pad for the Samina is actually plugged in? If it's we plugged in, but yeah, it's plugged in. But when you go to the panel box and disconnect the breaker to the bedroom, you're not turning off the ground of the house. Okay. What you do is you limit it 110 volt to reach the outlet to give you the power to have a, a light fixture uh, on or the running the TV. And the, and again, the yellow cables are in a separate part of the panel box away from the breaker, and you still have the grounding. So the grounding pad works regardless if you turn the breakers off on and off or not, so no problem at all. Perfect, perfect. All right, so uh, before we move away from the, the grounding mat and, and talking about electromagnetic fields, I, I have a question for you. I, I hear a lot of biohackers using something called a magnetico. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Um, I, I am. I'm very. It's a very good product. Uh, and again, Samina understood there is something to do with magnetics. So why mag why magnetical and why magnets? Uh, what's happened is our Earth magnetic field is disturbed with the way how we build homes, especially when we're looking in a high-rise building mm -hmm. where they're using a huge amount of cement and iron beams. Mm -hmm. uh, so there is definitely irritation of Earth magnetic fields. Also. Then the earth itself has a problem with some areas, depends where you live. There can be a water vein under your house. There can be a really a spring. There can be certain mineral and stones under the, the place where you build your home or where you live. And this has an impact of your magnetic field. Our natural magnetic field from earth is very healthy. And we want to make sure we can reinforce these benefits. So what Samina did as well, we included in our grounding pad magnets similar what Magnetico does. There are 14 magnet strips in this grounding pad and they're in about in a distance of six to seven inch. And what they do is they stabilize the natural and magnetic field to a healthy, more neutralized reading. 
and this has additional benefits for sleeping. Second of all, we always will sleep north-south pole with the grounding pad of Samina, and this is the most beneficial direction to sleep. Our head should be faced north, our feet should be faced south, and this is how we create it. You're looking at the picture of the Earth, and you're looking at standing. Our north-south axle is this way, North is always this way, south is always this way. So we find out in some sleep studies, when you sleep north-south, you have additional healing power. So we do involve these benefits of Magnetico in our grounding pad, and you still can use your Magnetico pad under the bed to may have maybe additional benefits, but when you don't have a Magnetico, with a purchasing a grounding pad, you cover this aspect as well. Okay, so I guess the way I'm thinking through this in my head is, you know, if, if I get a Samina, I wouldn't necessarily need a Magnetico. If I go a, a, with a bed that's not a Samina, I would definitely want a Magnetico or something similar uh, in my personal bed setup. Yeah, this is correct. And then you okay. still have to consider though, magnets are also maybe attracting EMFs, right? So you still have to think about the subject of grounding. Do you have a high exposure on sleeping on a bed with Magnetico or without Magnetico? Actually, I never measured this. And the next time I come across a, a customer with Magnetico, I will do so. And I do have an appointment in San Francisco by end of the month. And I will make a note right now to make sure I measure this in this environment. This man purchases Amina bed this week and he has a Magnetico and we talked about this. Okay. And uh, I, will make, I will make sure we see what my reading is. So well, that's a very good point. Okay. When you do that, will you let us know? And, uh, and we'll include that as, a, as an update on the blog post for our listeners who are interested in that answer we will yeah i came across other products for example a biomat yes uh, what the, uh, biomat are you know beneficial there's a certain amount of heat involved and the heat is starting for mm -hmm. detoxifying better unfortunately a biomat and sleeping does not work at all together a biomat is not a sleeping device when i measure electromagnetic fields on the biomat it's twenty thousand millivolt and the guideline is less than 100 uh, it's not a sleeping, it's totally counterproductive. Is also the PEMF, Pulse Earth Magnetic Field Therapy. Very good product to use. You maybe can go to a doctor, uh, integrated or functional medicine, and do a therapy in the praxis. While those some of the PEMF mats are up to $20,000, you can buy your own mat from, from certain companies, most likely the European companies. It's the BEMA mat. Uh, for example, but also those are not a sleeping device. They're devices to use during the daytime or in the evening up to 20 minutes. While again, both of these products have high readings of electromagnetic fields. So I strongly re don't recommend to use them as sleeping devices. Klaus, you are on point uh, because I actually have Biomat as the next thing to ask you about. Um, and you brought it up on your own. So uh, in my research and, and what my thoughts were on it are, are exactly what you said. But But the one thing that I would say is, you know, just because it's not good for sleep at night doesn't mean that we can't use it uh, exactly. like a recharge or, or a nap during the yeah. day. Uh, but but you, you, you hit on the head um, exactly why it's not good for sleep because uh, it, it's elevating body temperature. It's, it's activating the mitochondria and elevating the body temperature in a way that we don't want at night. So, 
Yeah. Beautiful. And also, again, the exposure of this huge amount of electromagnetic field will make sure our red blood cells glue together. And then we have this consistently deficiency of oxygen, what we don't want doing sleep. We want to make sure we high, have the highest content of oxygen. And, you know, one test to our smokers, when you smoke one, one cigarette and you take, you take you make an X-ray of your hand under the thermography, you can see how the blood flow stops in your hand, right? This means right. blood circulation is dis disappearing. So what I always tell to my audience sleeping on a, a high amount of EMFs equals to smoking a pack of cigarettes every day. And again, we do know people that smoke their entire lives and they had no issues. And then we know people, we call them the passive smokers. They actually never really smoke, but they spend time in environments where other people smoke and they got sick on lung cancer. So we're taking again the risks. And what we want to do about our education here today with this podcast, we want to educate and we want to lower the risks to end up with a stupid disease that what we might could avoid on, in our young age when we want to retire and finally want to enjoy starting life. There you go. <laughs> All right, uh, Klaus, so I think we've covered two of the four. We talked about kind of the skeletal aspect. We talked about the electromagnetic aspect. What are the other two aspects of the amino bed? So this, the second layer is our three-inch natural rubber, but imitates our joints, tissue, and muscles. Uh, so very important component. Uh, as you see, I mean, when you remember our wooden sleds, what is designed for our skeleton to bring it in this natural S-shape curve is quite thick. It's about six inches. So what we decided is we decided to make a very thin rubber mattress, only two, two inches or three inches. And that's all what we need. And this is really designed to make sure you have no pressure points. So imagine you take your finger right now and press it on your arms, on your tissue, and hold this finger on this spot for one minute. Uh, there will be a couple of things happen. First of all, you will, you will be very irritated. And second of all, your arms will start falling in sleep while we stop the blood flow. So we need about three inches rubber under you. You can take your finger off to remove to make sure the blood flow is there. So we don't have any, this problem with falling arms in sleep, or we call it a less rest leg syndrome. You're moving around your legs like crazy while this interferes with your sleep cycle. And second of all, our rubber is, has open pores. We want to make sure the human heat can disappear from the human body. Then the last thing what we want is to be too hot in our bed. When we are going to bed and we cannot drop our body temperature in the first 20 minutes, 45 minutes max, we do have trouble sleeping to the night. And this is the whole idea of this two-inch or three-inch natural rubber. Okay. Then, then we had the grounding pad, again, uh, taking care of this invisible EMF exposure and all the uh, exposure to it and the dangerous around, stuff around it. And the last layer, it's one big piece covering the entire bed, so you don't see any more the division underneath, and this is poor merino wool. And merino in this last layer is actually imitating our biggest organ, what is our skin. Our human body contains is 80% of skin, so it's a huge amount of square footage. What is skin? And this is a very important feature of the human body and in our skin we have to look after. So this merino wool comes from only German sheep. So I don't want to be pointing out, obviously everybody recognized I have a very strong accent, so I'm German and I don't really would mind we using any other sheep, but the reason why we use German sheep is <clears throat> they're all free roaming. They spend a lot of time outside in God's air in nature, so they have a huge amount of sun exposure. Second of all, we have a very nice way to communicate with our sheep. It's, it's, uh, it's all farmers, they're in the Alps, on the mountains. 
it's a, just a fantastic environment. I, have, I do have a lot of vegan customers who are very keen about, you know, animal treatment. So they don't have to worry about our way, how we work with our sheep. And the, the, the marina wool is, again, very important. What we do is we wash our sheep with natural soap by hand three days before we start shearing the sheep. And the washing by hand will avoid to use any chemicals or any other product, what unfortunately is used in the conventional industry of making wool, merino wool, or wool in period. So countries like New Zealand and Australia and Turkey have a huge business with merino wool and wool in, in general for the fashion industry. Most of the wool is used actually for making suits and clothing. Mm -hmm. And again, they're using byproducts to don't have this expensive time-consuming process to wash your sheep by hand. With Samina, we decided to do so. The reason is when you wash your sheep with a natural uh, solution and let it still three days outside in the sun, we have a high content of lala lane. Mm -hmm. The lala lane is the fat of the wool, what will make sure we have no dust mites in our bed. And when we don't have any dust mites, we don't have any dust mite poo in our bed. And when there's no dust mite poo in our bed, then we're hopefully not ending up with allergies, mm -hmm. first symptoms, skin irritation, uh, all the way to headache and migraine, uh, and the long-term exposure, asthma. So marina wool is a really, really crucial component of the Samina sleep system. And again, um, we are able to absorb human moisture and marina wool cannot store the moisture. So the fiber is just fantastic. There is no opening hole inside of the fiber to keep moisture. So in a Samina bed, we can consider this, you always have the right temperature and you always have no moisture. And when there is the right temperature in bed, this means when you physically go to bed for an active life, we all, all of a sudden go to passive life. This means our heart rate drops down and automatically our human body temperature likes to drop down. But then in the morning hours, when our cortisol level spikes in and this is getting time to wake up, our heartbeat goes up and, now and then we're creating more, more heat again and we're getting warmer. So we want to make sure our sleeping surface can automatically control temperature during the time going to bed during the sleeping time and during the time we're waking up. And Marina wool is just a fantastic material for it. You know, that is a serious commitment to the cause to uh, hand wash all of the sheep for the wool. And, and that's not something I was aware of. So that's very impressive. Um, so kudos to you guys for, for doing it that way. You know, Klaus, it really sounds like Samina has has thought almost uh, thought of almost everything and uh, it, it's, you know, for our listeners and, and for myself, you know, I, I think I alluded to this in the beginning. I mean, I am shopping mattresses. You know, this is a, a subject or a topic that, that I'm interested in for my own, um, you know, purchase. Um, as you mentioned earlier, Klaus, it's one of the, the two most dreaded purchases in our lives. But it sounds like if, you're, if, if our listeners are looking for the perfect setup done for you, walk in, pick out what you want. This, the Samina is the option. Uh, you can, if, if you're one of those biohackers that wants to kind of create your own and do it yourself, Klaus has certainly provided us with the information that we would need to sort of organize or assimilate that ourselves. Um, Klaus, is there anything else related to sleep systems that, that I, we haven't talked about or haven't covered yet that you want to make sure our listeners hear? I think we covered it pretty much. <laughs> okay. So I've got one question for you. Then you, you mentioned yep. earlier that the uh, the founder of Samina studied 
ancestral sleep habits. Was there any, yes. anything interesting he learned there that, uh, that, that would be interesting for us to hear or talk about? Yeah, yeah, yeah actually very interesting. You're bringing this up, so inclined sleeping. So what he find out already 30 years ago and 25 years ago when he created the first mattress, he did find out our ancestors slept on a hill. And so now, finally, 25 years later, he picked up on this one. And what we created now, we created the incline sleep system for Samina. Uh, what is either three degrees or five degrees or horizontal. And, uh, and the benefits are, and he said, why, are, why our ancestors did this, right? So first, first of all, they, they found always a hill somehow, somewhere. And there most likely was a tree, so protecting them from the rain and from the weather impact. And... Um, they light this way, head up and feet are down. So we start doing this now for one and a half year with Samina beds. And we, I personally sleep inclined since January the 1st, 2016, when I moved to Pasadena. And uh, I had additional benefits. And what's happened is it's all about gravity. So what we find out is when you sleep horizontal for six to eight hours, our gravity level drops down quite substantially from standing, right? Mm -hmm. And with this six to eight hours sleeping horizontal and a very small amount of gravity, our blood can push against our brain vessel and our brain vessel are opening up like a little door. And when our blood reaches our brain during the nighttime, we might have some issues. And first of all, is a high amount of pressure can create migraine and headaches. So we find out inclined sleeping has a huge impact of this customer group. Second of all, when we are not able to eat organic food, what is really, really difficult when we are traveling, it's very hard for us to eat organic consistently doing a huge amount of traveling or even in smaller communities where we live. Sometimes we make a compromise, right? Mm -hmm. When is any heavy metals in our food and we eat this food, and the heavy metals come to our bloodstream, what they will, and the, red, and the bloodstream will re reach our brain, what is the most vulnerable organ. We maybe bring those aluminum and heavy metals to the brain where we don't want them at all. Our human body will be not able to get them out of the brain very easily, while our brain vessels are closing most of the time again when we start standing up, while we have this huge amount of pressure. So it's very beneficial for that. Third of all, high blood pressure. There is a huge amount of people in this world who have issues with blood pressure and taking blood pressure medication. We do find out with sleeping inclined, we can address the blood pressure naturally. And in some of the first studies, what we did up to eight months, we can lower the blood pressure naturally with not taking no medication whatsoever. Wow, that's really cool. I'm glad I asked that question. Yes. Um, so, go ahead. The future of, so when people buy my Samina bed and I also import the organic line of bed frames, while for Samina you do need a proper bed frame, metal-free organic oil finish. Uh, I have now four models designed where you can actually individually can change the angle to three degrees or five degrees. And I already introduced it once on a trade show and uh, I will continue to do so. I, I think this is something what is the, absolutely for the biohacking world. Mm -hmm. uh, when you really want to biohack your, your health and your sl true sleep, then, then jump on the board and try this incline sleeping. It's, it's fantastic. All right. So you guys heard it here first on the OPP. Klaus, where can our listeners uh, learn more about Samina online or come see one in person? 
Yeah, so there is a, the online is called www.samina.us or we created our own homepage, what is justhealthysleep.com. Uh, on there, you can find all our retail locations. It's a very, very li limited number, obviously, but you also find my trade show schedules. And we do up to uh, about 20 trade shows a year. So hopefully in, um, it, we go into the cities where you guys live and you can visit at, at any of those trade shows. Second of all, our main retail store is here in Pasadena, California. I always encourage you to to book a trip when you're not living on the West Coast, to come to LA, uh, make a weekend out of, and you know, make sure you call us up and make sure I'm here, and you will get the entire day spending with me as a holistic sleep coach. Uh, you will arrive at 10 o'clock in the morning. We have a two-hour session. We will have a lunch together. We spend the afternoon together. I will introduce you to Samina, and I will answer any question what you have sleep-related, sleep hygiene, and you can spend the day with me, and hopefully this will encourage you to buy a Samina bed. Who, who wouldn't want to go to Pasadena, California, and spend a day with you, Klaus? That, that's awesome, that's, right? That's, that's an, you, you might be the first podcast guest to actually invite listeners to come spend a day with you. That's awesome. Um, do we have, uh, if people are interested, do we have a discount code or, or just mention? Yeah, 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 mention your name and you, you definitely will, everybody will receive a 5% discount. We do have sometimes promotion going on, buying a Samina system, either the basic system, you will receive two free additional pillows. When you buy the Samina system and adding the grounding pads, you will receive the pillows and the comforter without any charge to really make sure I cover everything about sleep. Then also we did not talk about pillows and comforters. Um, goose feathers and down and any other material full of dust might poo. And, and let's point this out. I had some doctors for me testing the dust might poo amount in people's bed. And um, we find out in one year, a conventional mattress adds up to seven pounds of dust mite poo. Seven pounds. Mm. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's a lot of poo. So you can make your math how old is your mattress, and then you can get a rough idea how much dust mite poo we have. So anyway, we always have this promotion, the 5% discount, mention your name, and with purchasing uh, the basic system or entire system, uh, those two products for free. Beautiful. Thank you for that. And, and just to, to wrap up that thought on pillows and bedding, uh, I guess people should just look for what, or totally organic cotton or merino wool? Uh, yeah, yeah the, the bedding material should be organic based cotton. I'm creating now my own brand and I hopefully have something available by it, um, 2018. It's a little bit of a challenge for us. Uh, in the meantime, you can Google the internet and there is two or three brands out there uh, where they offer organic cotton sheets and you can purchase them online. This All would right. be perfectly I, I will find those for you guys listening and put links on the blog post uh, for this episode. Um, Klaus, one more question. It's the question every guest has to answer. We want to know your top three tips to live optimal. Oh my, yeah. First of all, sleep, it's very crucial for me. I have my sleep routine and anytime I, I was traveling for four weeks almost in different countries. I was in Singapore for two weeks and a couple of the locations in the United States. I missed my bed so much and I, I had a toll on me. So definitely my sleep environment, most important. Second of all, I, my water intake is very crucial for me. I do drink organic, I drink spring water from the Oregon mountains close by. So I try to drink a lot of natural water out of glass bottles, not plastic bottles. 
And I consider myself a, a very nutrition is important for me. Okay. So I got to ask you, you mentioned how much you travel and, and I should have asked you this earlier. When, when you spend so many nights away from your Samina bed, how do yeah. you, how do you hack your bed when you're away from your own? Yeah, so when I have the pleasure driving, what I do a lot in the in the United States, I do bring my grounding pads with me, my pillows and my comforter. Uh, so at least I have uh, I can lower the EMFs in my hotel room. While well, think about it, two thousand rooms, five hundred rooms, all these Wi-Fi signals, five hundred cell phones. It's a pretty bad environment. So rolling up a grounding pad works easy to travel by airplane or car. To bring your pillows and your comforter, you definitely need an extra luggage. So flying is kind of a hassle, but when I'm again driving, I throw those in the bag. Mm -hmm. So I remove all the bedding material and I sleep in this merino wool. Then, then at least I have the proper temperature and I don't deal with the sweating. Then very interesting, you told me if you sleep number bed, you sweat a lot. And the reason why you sweat a lot is while you had a petroleum-based product under you. And when something is petroleum-based, this cannot breathe. And the human body wants to release up to a half a liter of moisture every night per person. So you and your body Life, you're talking one bottle of water every night and this moisture cannot go away stays in your mattress it is penetrating the inside of the mattress you saw it we've opened up the mattress with the zipper you saw the stains and this is the nourishment for the dust mites to drink your liquid and eat your skin particles and then they're pooing your bed and then you have this other issue just for the record this is exactly why I've stopped sleeping in that bed. Yes. <laughs> and this is, this is the battle that I'm having with sleep number. So um, yeah. they, yeah. So we'll leave that one. But uh, if you will, can you send us links or send me links to uh, your grounding pad, your pillow yes. and comforter that you travel with? And I want to put yes. those on the blog post as well for our listeners. Yes. And then maybe my, my last word also, again, think about it. This is the most important decision in your life. So please research us, research the industry, make your own conclusion, uh, understand the human body has a four-layer system, and also understand you want to cover all of these four layers when you're missing one or the other. It's not perfect, and you have the chance now to make it perfect. And then in, in regards of our finances, we do understand I'm not a $1,000 mattress and I'm not a $5,000 mattress. Our starting points are around between eight and $10,000, what is maybe a very shocking number right now. But I, I don't want to shock you. There is one simple trick to avoid this issue. When you know you're ready for your mattress in two, three, four, five years, then I open up a bank account and call it the Samina saving account. You will be able to save $100 a month Maybe 200, maybe 300, whatever is in your, whatever you can do right now. Put this money to side and start saving it and don't touch it. And after a certain time, you will be reaching where you can write a check and buy Samina bed three, four, five years later. And it will be never too late to buy the Samina bed. And very interesting for my customer group age. I have now, more in the previous years, my customer age group was 55 and older. But since I moved to Pasadena and I got involved in the biohacking world, my customer group drops down to 25 years and 35 years. So I do see already younger people can make this commitment for this so much money to spend what they normally never would do. And also they understand the earlier I'm studying, there's the more benefits I have. And what's happened right now, 
when you go to bed on a conventional bed, you have no benefits between the six and eight hours of sleeping. I tell this wasting your time. Who wants to waste your time in life? We don't have time to waste, right? We want to get the most performance out of the time. And no one think about passive time. And passive time happens every night. And what we want to do is we want to make give you this passive time a tool to get the most benefits out of it for your health. And this answer is truly Saminam. There you go. Klaus, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Um, thank you. For you guys listening, thank you for tuning in. Go to naturalstacks.com. You'll be able to see the video version along with all of the links to everything that we talked about, uh, studies and all kinds of things to hack your bed, uh, links for all that bedding and everything. And again, make sure you go to iTunes, leave us a, a great review. Let us know how much you like the show. Share the OPP with your friends. I'm sure somebody popped into your mind that you wish would hear this message. Uh, share it with them. That's how we get uh, the message out there and help more people. And like I said earlier, steal that tip from Steve. Grab your friend's phone. Subscribe to uh, the OPP on, on their podcast, whether it's Stitcher or iTunes or whatever. So that's it. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Klaus, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me.